international break came, just at a good time for your team to sort of mentally regroup? I don't mind uh, if, I'm, uh, if I'm honest, so we take it like it is, so sometimes after a loss you want to go immediately out uh, on the pitch in order to, to get some points or after a win you want to go further on in order to kick further on. In general I think it was it was good and important for, for us because we had many uh, injury problems and it gave some time uh, for some players to have proper training weeks and also for uh, some players to, to work a bit in the rehab uh, to, to get fit. I think for us it was more or less an advantage uh, to, to have this break. I wouldn't over-interpretate this, uh, but in general, I think uh, for us also, for for the mood, for calm, for calming everything down, but especially because of uh, the possibility to, to get some players back, it was uh, was not, not bad that we had this uh, little break and for that uh, we are full of energy again and uh, yeah, I can't wait to go again. We well, just mentioned there, so we've spoken about mentally, but physically some players returning. How's your back line looking? Yeah, much better than a few weeks ago. There's still some um, some concerns and some problems, but uh, at least we've got a at least a couple of centre backs uh, back and fit. And uh, for Can that, it? it's not too. Yes, of course, no problem. So we've we've got some. Uh, if I'm honest, some some bad news and uh, also some some good news. Yeah, perhaps we start with the bad news. Bad news is um, with uh, Grant Hanley. He's uh, he's not able to train with us so far. So it was a little uh, setback um, during his re-up ten days ago, and for that. He wasn't able to join us uh, in, in team training. I hope he can do this pretty pretty soon because this is the first step before he then can return really to to be back um, uh, back to game fitness. Um, also, can confirm that uh, bad news with uh, Josep Delimic. Uh, he was uh, injured in in our in our last game, and I can confirm that uh, yeah, pretty serious uh, muscle injury or some muscle fiber crack in his uh, in his hamstring and. Um, yeah, at least the doctors and the physios say it's ex he's expected to be out for about uh, eight weeks. So it's nearly two weeks uh, right now ago uh, since this happened. And for that, we don't expect him to be back uh, before January, if I'm honest. So at any point during January, uh, after the festive period, uh, we expect him to be back. So it's also bad news because yeah, he looked pretty sharp in the last times when he had a few appearances. So uh, bad news in, uh, in this terms. And um, yeah, I can also confirm that Jamal Lewis is not available for tomorrow morning, for tomorrow, because uh, yeah, he came back with an injury from from this uh, yeah national team, and uh, we tried everything to to get him back on the pitch and had a last try today to get him back to team training, but he doesn't uh, feel comfortable and uh, didn't feel comfortable out on the pitch, and for that we also have to do uh, without him. Good news is uh, that uh, Kenny McLean is available. There was also a major doubt if I'm honest. He was not able to travel to his national team in the, in the first week of the international break. He was struggling a bit with some ham hamstring and groin problems. But uh, that's sorted meanwhile, so he will be available. And uh, some good news also that like, uh, Christoph Zimmerman is back, back in team training. And um, yeah, for that, he's a tough lad, also available for the game. Fabulous. Um, trip up to Goodison Park for you this weekend. Um, I know you said you're going to keep your philosophy still, but with this trip, one goal on the road, so at one point on the road, are you going to change your approach to this one? Do you need to change it? It's always important to be, to be flexible, and you always have to have to be flexible in, uh, in uh, your approach. And believe me, so we have not just plan A; we have also B, C, D, E, whatever. So um, uh, it's it's just important that you that you stick to your philosophy and to your principles. But you, within you have to be flexible. So we have to be. Um, flexible in order to adapt of course slightly to each and every opponent because 
um, it's it's quite important to uh, to be able to do this. We are also flexible in our our base formation, so it's, uh, we're not addicted to to play in four man formation or three man formation or five man formation. Uh, we are quite quite flexible in our uh, in our style, but. The most important thing is um, that you that you stick to your believings and your principles because you can't be one day like this and the other day like that just just like a flag in the wind. Yeah, after win everything is great and after loss you have to change everything. Um, it's quite important that you are pretty pretty um, convinced and committed uh, to your style and to your principles and uh, that's what we definitely will will do because we we build the squad in uh, in this way and for that. Um, uh, yeah, you don't can't expect us just to try to park the bus anyhow and uh, to put the balls on the stand and uh, or anyhow in the river next to the stadium. No, we want to play football and uh, want to try to be the do uh, protagonist on the pitch. But it doesn't take anything away that um, there are different games and uh, of course you have to adapt slightly. And uh, for each and every game, you, you need to create a special game plan. And uh, yeah, hopefully you find the right one uh, also for tomorrow. I'm going to ask your players, Tommy Fuki. Greatly scored against Finland for international duty, but then he limped off in the 84th minute. Is he okay for a start? And do you feel scoring again will perhaps, because you're creating mm. chances, just not quite finishing mm. them off, do you think that's going to give him a confidence boost? Yes, I forgot. This is also good news. So Timo's available was also a little concerned at least. And uh, the second good news is also he was able to survive all the uh, Finnish uh, celebrations. So uh, <laughs> uh, was in the beginning when he came came back a bit tired perhaps, but meanwhile looks looks great. It's good for a player, even when it means uh, perhaps one or two days with a bit less sleep. But uh, he came back in a, in a great mood and full of confidence. And it's important that you also also enjoy uh, this moment uh, when you create something special with your national team and it was 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 great uh, we spoke a few minutes about it and he explained how much it meant to the whole country and, and how big the euphorism is uh, at the moment in, in, in Finland and for that um, I think he came back in a, in a good shape it's quite important that he right now forgets a bit about this and and concentrates on on uh, our game and um, and and what he has to do here for for Norwich City that's the most important thing uh, for me but he will do this definitely in a, in a good mood and also full of confidence and my feeling it's it's also good for us. Lovely. Dana, thank you. Good. No problem. Daniel, just um, backtracking a little bit on the injuries. Zimmerman, could he start tomorrow? Is that a little bit optimistic? It's optimistic. Um, yeah, but Christopher's a big lad, tough lad, German fella. That means... He's uh, sometimes um, uh, capable to be there with, with surprise, so don't want to speak too much about it. But he was able to train with us, and whenever Christoph is available um, um, to train with us, and he's also uh, capable to start a game. And with, uh, with Grant Chair minor setback, are we just talking a week or two? Mm. Is that the sort of timeline you're working towards? I'm a bit careful, meanwhile, with predictions, if I'm, uh, if I'm honest, because I was expecting him to be back during this uh, international break on the on the training pitch, and I expected um, um, him to be available also for the game tomorrow. But then there was this little setback, and with him, we have to we have to um, yeah judge it from from day to day. It's, it's not a major setback. It it seems like he's pretty close to to come back into our team training but I'm really careful instead of saying okay in the middle of the next week or in the end of next week he can join us we will decide it right now from day to day and I hope of course uh, the sooner the better but uh, I don't want to put any pressure on him or on our physios or on our sports science so it's more like yes we're definitely looking forward to, to have him also also back but um, it is like it is so we will have to, hand, to uh, have to handle the situation right now and uh, for that I'm, I'm happy right now that at least uh, Zimbo is back. 
Jamal, that, that's the knee, just to clarify. Is that the issue we had a few games ago? Yes, exactly. It's 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 a bit difficult because it's it's not a major injury. It's more like a little uh, complicated uh, injury in the knee where you had uh, the surgery a few years ago. And uh, yeah, for that it's it's a bit tricky. Yeah, we tried uh, to um, to sort this problem out with some uh, injections, and uh, he got this. Uh, he was um, um, he saw a consultant. Um, in a specialist in, in London in the middle of the week and we tried to sort this out with some injection and it seemed to be okay and for that we tried it today on the on training pitch but he still felt some pain and hopefully it's um, nothing that he uh, will be out for for weeks or so but uh, right now yeah we have to have to be um, pretty pretty um, careful what we do with him and uh, the most important thing is that uh, we sort this problems out and he's back and fully fit and fully available because uh, we need him back as, as quick as possible. Obviously, the immediate problem or issue you've got there is who replaces him down the left. I mean, do you feel you've got the options there? You think Kaiser comes into your thoughts? Maybe, mm. obviously, Byram and Aaron's they can mm. interchange. Is that kind of what you're thinking? Mm. Yes, definitely. We have uh, we have a few options. Also, the the option to change uh, the base formation slightly. So, a few options. I don't want to speak too much about it there because a good thing after international break, at least you can sometimes, um, yeah. Uh, are a bit difficult to predict uh, for the for the opponents as as well. For that, I don't want to speculate too much about it. But uh, you're totally spot on. So we have a few options, and uh, hopefully we will choose uh, the right one. I'm convinced um, we will choose right because I trust all my players and I trust all my groups. I don't want to complain too much about that. Jamal is out right now. Uh, I trust that we have a proper group tomorrow who is able to travel to Everton to Goodison Park and uh, is capable to be there with a good performance. Just to clarify, Daniel, Kenny McLean, what, what is the issue there? He had um, a little hamstring uh, problem even uh, before our last game and then after the last game. So uh, in the first week he was not able to travel uh, to the um, uh, to his national team, uh, but he recovered pretty well. And even in the, in the end of uh, the first week of the international uh, game, um, uh, international break, he was... Um, then capable to uh, to train uh, back uh, together with us and uh, we spoke also to the national team so it was also possible perhaps for him to play at least the second game but um, yeah because he was away in the first week they, they didn't uh, want him to travel and for that he trained the whole uh, second week so for that no problems for tomorrow. Just ask you about Adam Island now in, in light of what you said about Dermot, she's gone away internationally, mm. scored again, mm. um, really looks to have taken to under 21s football with the Republic. Mm. How close is he now to come into your thoughts? Mm. Because he's still a very young man. You forget he's only 18, but mm. he was asked when he was away with mm. Ireland, you know, in terms of when he'll get his chance. And he talked about how you you believe in young players and he knows if he bides his time, his chance will come. Mm. But from your side, with that guy now, how close is he to <coughs> featuring in the Premier League? He's not far away. That's the reason we didn't send him out on loan because we didn't have the feeling uh, we need to send him out. We we want to keep him close to the group because we also believe that perhaps uh, even pretty pretty short term there is a chance for him uh, to be there with a with a Premier League appearance. Otherwise, uh, we would have had uh, perhaps some other options uh, for him. And um, yeah, you know, I, I totally believe also like um, uh, to bring young players on the pitch, but it's never a gift. So it's more like. And we bring them to the, uh, close to the door, but it's up to them to to make this last step. And I would bring a player then on the pitch when I got the feeling, okay, he's prepared um, uh, to to play on uh, on this level. But if I'm honest, I'm pleased with Adam. Pleased with his developing. To train with us is is quite good because he has to adapt a bit to the speed and the the quality and the intensity um, of of this Premier League football. And for that, my feeling is he's growing more or less from week to week. So it's it's not a 
situation where you can press the button and he just well, after a few training sessions with us he's then already on this top level he is more like it's more like uh, a bit like a midterm project where he has to develop over weeks and, and months and for that I think he I'm pretty pleased with developing he's not right there in order to be then really ready to start a game in, on Premier League level um, but for example he decided already a few times for us um, for example in the, in the in the cup and and you could already realize okay there is still a little distance for him for him to go but my meanwhile um, he's improving a lot and I think also a big confidence boost that he was able to to deliver and products also for his youth national team but if I'm honest there's also a big difference between the Premier League football and youth international football just actually one more about your squad specifically Patrick Roberts where are we with him now because you said he was unfortunate to dip, dip out of the 18 a few weeks back but he's now not been anywhere near your 18 um, you know he's coming obviously he came in from his side wanting to play Premier League football he's not getting an opportunity is that something you have to look at in January in terms of both parties no not at all not not at this moment so we'll see how it develops uh, then in a, in, a, in a few weeks but in general so um I also can say I'm I'm pleased with Patrick. So of course he would prefer to to spend more uh, minutes on the on the on the pitch. That's uh, quite normal. But it's not like as a club you when you bring a player in you immediately want him to play each and each and every second. Otherwise, yeah, it's more like all the players who were there before they would have no chance in order to play further on. Um, because it was just important to to have him also like for the for the competition. It's also like uh, we have good winger options. So for example, you couldn't predict in the beginning of the season that. Todd Cantwell was able to make so many steps up, if I'm, uh, if I'm really honest. My feelings also, Todd stepped up because there was lots of competition and he had to step up in order to keep his uh, his position ahead of uh, ahead of Patrick, uh, for example. And we have uh, several winger options. I'm, I'm pleased with Onel Hernandez. Uh, also, we have Emi Buendia. We have, uh, we've got Todd Cantwell. We've got... Uh, Patrick Roberts, I'm pleased with uh, Patrick, but it's not that easy in order to to play ahead of Emmy or to play ahead of Todd or to play ahead of uh, O'Neill. And uh, if I'm really honest, so it's also not not likely that we have uh, for each and every game day then uh, four wingers in the squad because uh, mostly we just play with uh, with two wingers and then you have perhaps just one option on the bench. And in the last game, for example, we decided to have uh, Todd Cantwell on the bench. And um, yeah, sadly there was no place for for Patrick, although he improved a lot, uh, also also on the training pitch. And um, my feeling is he's not uh, too far away, and and each and every player has a chance to impress us, the coaching staff, and also me as a head coach in each of the training. And um, all I can say, he has trained pretty pretty well uh, during the international break, and we will see how far we will come in the next weeks. Yeah, but is is that not a difficult one on a, just on purely man management level? There's a guy who's obviously come from Man City so clearly we all know about his ability and his pedigree he will have come looking to play Premier League games because that's for him the next stage in his development he's not getting that opportunity is that a difficult one for you to manage? In general it's always um, one of your key topics as a, as a head coach is man management yeah, because you're, you have a group of 25 players and uh, yeah, just uh, eleven players are allowed uh, allowed to play, and pretty often just eight players are allowed to play ninety minutes. And I mentioned several times from this eight players, two or three think they're playing on the wrong position, and one or two think uh, they are not praised enough by the coach. So in a group of twenty-five, you always have uh, two or three players who are really one hundred percent happy, and all the others are in the mood between 
Yeah, the coach will write, or they want to kill me. That's uh, it's quite normal. I have to deal with it. That, that's uh, what you have to deal with uh, when you when you are a head coach on uh, on this level. Uh, for that, I think I come quite quite good along with with all the players. Oh, I know that uh, they are not unbelievably happy and they want to travel with me on holiday when I don't pick them. That's uh, that's quite normal. Um, I love all my players, and I would go with all my players on holiday. Um, although I never did this, if I'm honest. Um, but uh, that's uh, what you what you have to face as a coach. Eh? If you if you lose uh, anyhow the the trust and also the love into the players, then you've got the problem. So I don't lose any trust in any of my my players that they are not overly happy in a situation when I don't play them. That's uh, that's quite normal. But I don't have the feeling um, that they act or react in an unprofessional, unbelievable, disappointed way. So I want them to be a bit disappointed and to be a bit angry when I don't pick them. But then to show professional. Um, reaction on the on the training pitch and then it's up to me to to decide okay when they are prepared to be back in the squad and like i said before so i got the feeling especially patrick for example has trained pretty well and also we have to be a bit careful with our with our expectations for player of man city yes that's right but it's not like he won all alone the title for them in the in the last season he was also out on loan and he didn't play uh, more or less any game in the, in the, in the spanish side who was who was relegated and uh, also for him not easy in terms of confidence, in terms of being in his rhythm to impress immediately. He had a really, really good um, preseason, at least a really good start of preseason. Then he looked uh, looked a bit tired, which which was quite normal. Then there was lots of competition, but right now he has all all possibilities to impress. And um, my feeling is also like he's not 18 anymore. He's also in a, in an age where he has to deliver right now, and and we prepare everything. He has all chances, and I'm pretty confident that uh, when there is a chance for him he can use this and uh, yeah but it's up to him so and and um, we will see how it develops over the next weeks all I can say is although Patrick of course he won't be 100% happy at the moment because he didn't play that much my my feeling is uh, I'm happy with uh, Patrick so it's more like um, there will be his time will, will come I'm pretty sure um, but I can't predict at the moment when it is in terms of the international break coming off the back of Watford and we all know how disappointing a result performance that was you said there was going to be some tough talking and, and from you really just almost the line and sound the mistakes that are being made they need to stop um, did you have those chats and, and just what were you focusing on during the international break? Yes, you can be sure. So in, in general, so I don't like vanity in the dressing room. And in our dressing room, we are always unbelievably honest and unbelievably strict. And it's not like you play any psychological game. So when you, you always um, speak in a pretty honest and, and also sometimes direct uh, face-to-face way. And it's quite important to, to show no vanity in the, in the dressing room. And for that, um, of course, we had this uh, chats because... Um, Listen, we work with such a young group of of players, and uh, I wouldn't say they are invited to make mistakes, but they are allowed to do mistakes. Yeah, because when you work with such a young group, so it's not like um, you can punish them for each and every mistake. But it's also important to learn of, out of it and not to repeat it. And uh, yeah, my feeling was, uh, especially for the uh, in the Watford game, we repeat a, a mistake that we had s- several times. So it's more like to take care for the ball, especially. When you're close to your own goal, don't take too much risk. And listen, when you repeat a mistake, sometimes there's also a time when you have to be a bit more strict and a bit more, a bit more direct. That's it's also quite normal without punishing a player. We still trust them and we still support them. That's uh, that's quite normal. But they also know that there is a time when they have to deliver. And on on this level, 
hey, you're punished for each and every mistake and they know of course um, especially in the individual behavior they have to deliver and uh, for that it's sometimes uh, quite quite important um, to be strict on the other hand um, to add this as well you also have to have to keep in mind that the players are human beings and when I when I speak about not only about my young lads but also about the lads uh, who are with us when I speak about um, yeah of course the younger guys like um, Ben Godfrey, Jamal Lewis, Todd Cantwell, Max Evans, but even the likes of uh, Emi Buendia and, and uh, he's still young, but also Timo Pukki. Uh, since they arrived here at Norwich, they were just used to win games. They were just used to, to being praised. They were just used uh, to win titles. So um, in, the, in the last game, so we played more, in the last uh, season, we played more or less each and every uh, team out of the park and, and um, we won the, uh, won the title. And we had 46 games and we just lost a handful of games. And after each, each and every loss, uh, we responded immediately with win. So there was no crisis and there was just the sun was shining the whole, the whole season for them. And meanwhile, uh, they realized the situation on this level. Yeah, it's not like after each and every loss, you can immediately respond with a win. Sometimes there's also a bit drying period like, like right now with three losses in a row. It's, it's difficult to, fight, to handle it even for experienced players, but, but especially then for young players. And we have... To keep in mind, so it's quite normal that sometimes then, yeah, you do mistakes, you're not there, full of self-confidence, you're trying to search for some excuses, you watch a bit more for uh, some, some other lads with mistakes instead of watching, being self-critical or something like this. This is quite normal and uh, the players have to learn how to handle this situation. That's why you always speak about the side who is used to, um, to be involved in a relegation battle. Okay, they are experienced enough to handle this. Um, and this is what you, especially as a newly promoted side, especially with such a young side, you have to learn a bit. And uh, this is uh, just a process. It's not like you can press a button and speak about it and everything is, uh, is ready in order to, to be handled in a, in a perfect way. So it's more like you have to be strict, you have to be honest, you have to, be, uh, to speak about the topics, but also don't lose the trust and also don't lose the support into, uh, for these uh, for this players because they're all human beings and it's, it's a fine balance and yeah, we try to find the right decisions. Everton tomorrow. What do you make of them as a club and Marco Silva as a manager? Great club for me. Um, in general, so a group of players and and a club who, um, yeah, it's not likely to to be in a position where they have to fight against relegation. So my feeling is, uh, they have the potential as a club, but also with this uh, with this players, um, to fight uh, more or less for the for the uh, positions in European. Um, Competitions, and I'm I'm pretty confident that Marco has all abilities as a as a coach, and you know he's also so experienced as a great guy um, to lead them to this uh, to this. So the fingers are crossed for them because it's this un unbelievable club, and they deserve to be in a much uh, better position than they are at the at the moment. And the fingers are crossed for them, but not for tomorrow. They can start to climb up the table uh, after tomorrow, but hopefully not tomorrow. As you say, they are perceived as a big club, and from the outside, you can see the amount of money they've spent but with that comes expectancy and it does feel from the outside looking in that there was a little bit of pressure building on him and, and, and the team to turn it around but the last three games are unbeaten so maybe they have turned the corner a little bit worryingly for you obviously. Yes, that's right. The last uh, results were, were more than decent. Um, a draw against uh, Tottenham, also two wins in addition to that. So, yeah, you could speculate and say, OK, yeah, it's perhaps not the best time to play them right now with a boost of confidence in the home game and uh, have a big chance right now with, a, with three points to, to make an important step into the 
uh, yeah, top half of the of the table, but um, we can't choose the situation. It's like it is so, and and we were not searching for situation when we play uh, the other opponents in their in their weakest condition. So um, we know that we face a side right now who has turned the corner, and um, they have good players, they have a good coach, and for that. Um, it will be a difficult task. We we are respectful. We know that we are not the favorite tomorrow, but it doesn't take anything away from that we want to be there with a good performance and also that we want to win some points. Uh, just final one for me. Very rarely do I ask you about non-Norwich City matters, but what was your reaction to Tottenham getting uh, deciding to make a change and Pochettino moving on? Obviously, he's a guy I know you, you value rate quite highly as a coach. Mm. Yes, first of all, I have to have to praise uh, Mauricio because um, he's he's a, he's a world class coach and what he's done at uh, Tottenham is, is really the legacy and he's done he's worked miracles and done an unbelievable unbelievable job and I'm just there was full of praise for Mauricio and um, it's always always a bit sad when such a relationship between a, a coach um, and a club who stick together for such a long period and was unbelievably successful like reaching the Champions League final and and. To make um, yeah out of Tottenham a club who can compete for the for the, even for the uh, Premier League title, um, it's it's always sad when such a period comes to an end. But it's also also quite normal that um, yeah after after a while then yeah the club and also the coach decide then to to go new ways and for that um, yeah you feel a bit and it it's always a bit a bit sad. But uh, I just can praise uh, the work of of Tottenham and Mauricio in the in the last. Uh, years and it doesn't take anything away. This ending doesn't take anything away that um, he's an unbelievable, unbelievable legend also for this club and for that um, just have to praise Mauricio. Um, yeah, on the other hand, it's it's good to have Jose back on the on the stage and uh, I never had the chance uh, to meet him so far, but without any doubt, he's a he's a world class coach and it's, I, to be honest, I like strong characters in, in football and without any doubt, he is a he's a character in in football. And it's good to to have him back. Um, in uh, in charge also in his in his best role and his best role is definitely uh, a head coach in, uh, in in football and he won so many titles he um, yeah has done unbelievable unbelievable work and um, yeah it's it's good to see him back and uh, some sometimes you forgot of course he worked for some great clubs and it's perhaps even a bit easier yeah to win for example the Champions League title with Real Madrid uh, if I'm if I'm honest but uh, you don't have to forget that uh, yeah for example. With Porto, he was unbelievably successful. He didn't work with uh, with the biggest favorite for the for the Champions League title at, at uh, Porto, or for example, uh, when he was in charge for Inter Milan. So I don't think that Inter Milan, when they won the Champions League title, they were the big favorite to win this. So we don't have to forget that he was capable to to be successful uh, in different setups. And for that, definitely an interesting combination. And, and it's good to have Jose back on the stage. Have you been analyzing Finland games to see how they are getting Puki into scoring? No, I was analyzing uh, Everton, if I'm uh, if I'm really honest, because you can't compare this um, uh, this team. So we have a different setup, we have different uh, different players, and um, I'm pretty sure that we are capable to bring Timo in pretty good positions. Otherwise, he wouldn't have um, yeah won um, yeah, the best player of the championship last season. He wouldn't have won the gold boot of the of the championship. He wouldn't be there even right now in the in the in the, in the Top scoring players in uh, in this league. There was a bit drying period, uh, yeah, but that's quite normal. He, he plays for a newly promoted side, and you can't expect that he's always there each and every game with a with a, a score double or with a hat trick or whatever. Of course, I would prefer that when all the drying period uh, comes comes to an end, and uh, so um, he will do the same. But um, 
in general, so I'm, I'm not concerned that we can't deliver for him, and uh, um, I'm pretty sure he will deliver for us uh, pretty pretty soon. Is there a part of you that wish he hadn't scored quite so many at the start, just because it, it made it so obvious that people were going to? Oh, I take him? I take each and each of you go. It's always like. Um, yeah, it's always a curse uh, when you when you are successful. Then everyone is awake and aware. It's the same for for the club. It's the same for other players. It's the same for the coach or whatever. It's 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 quite normal. No one will underestimate you. Uh, I would have preferred that you would be there right now with other goals, and uh, some would still underestimate him. No, I'm happy that he was able to prove that he's capable to score on this level, and he's a threat. And for that, um, no, I would interpret too too much in it that there was a bit of trying period. I was a striker in former years, um, sadly a long time ago, but I know how it is, so sometimes you just have to watch the ball and the ball goes goes into into the goal and sometimes yeah, you can do everything but you just hit the post and you know, the goalkeeper is there with a, with a world-class save. Um, yeah, sometimes you have to accept, but uh, it's more like to go for the on. I spoke already about this mentality, uh, to, to have the mentality of a Hoover player, uh, seller, and this is exactly the mentality you have to have. Uh, as a striker as well and uh, Timo has his mentality and he's not struggling with self-confidence and uh, I'm pretty sure he will deliver for us uh, pretty soon again. Dan, is it, is it trickier with the international break compared to last season that everyone's away but you're obviously so keen to work on things I and mean, how difficult is that when you know your striker and your full-backs are away and I know it's always mm. that's a, a constant thing with international breaks but in this situation Yes, it's tricky because um, sometimes you think, okay, during the international uh, break, there's some time on the training pitch uh, to speak about a few things or to work uh, um, on a few things. But quite often you keep players away because uh, players who are anyhow involved in the national, uh, international games with their, with their um, national teams, they are key players because they are quite, quite good players. And uh, when you have uh, 12 or 13 players away uh, on international duty, it's also not... Uh, so easy to work in, in general tactical approach so it's more like you can work pretty concentrated on the individual shape and fitness level and also on a few topics but not so much on the on the whole team setup it's it's quite difficult and then even the second week so sometimes they, they're just coming back step by step and then when you want to focus them for for example for the Everton game is uh, quite quite difficult yeah for example I had uh, several of my players just uh, back yesterday and yeah they're coming back after after being away for two weeks and yeah, they want to share also their experiences uh, like Timo for example with their national team it's not so easy to prepare the players just one or two days um, in order to be then there with a, with a really per per perfect performance for Everton but I won't complain because it's the same for Marco it's the same for, for Everton and it's it's for all clubs the same yeah meanwhile it's it's more dif difficult than in comparison to last season when not so many uh, players were involved in the national um, games, if I'm, uh, if I'm honest, but it is like this, so we, we have to handle it anyhow. I mean, I was just thinking of, uh, say, when you in your first season, say that first international break, when and I think for both yes. years, wasn't it? You had the time kind of to have everyone <coughs> together, was it? Mm. I mean, and I guess, does, does it feel like you have the same flexibility with your squad <coughs> to do that? Because it possibly you've had other players that you could just bring in at that point and change things, but. Mm. Does it feel a little bit more restricted in terms of the players you're having to use? Or? Um, you have to be a bit more creative uh, as a coach in order how to, to work on this flexibility. That's, uh, that's uh, for sure. And we try to do, do our best. I would say the most restricting thing was that we had so many injured players, if I'm, uh, if I'm honest. And, and this, is, this is tricky. So especially when you have so many injured players for 
one position like we had, uh, for example, on center back position. So, for example, when you want to, yeah, work a bit on a different setup like three man formation or something like like this, it's tricky when you don't have the players uh, you want to have play in this uh, this formation. That makes it makes it even a bit tricky. Or, yeah, that's also the reason when a player is coming back after a long rehab, you can't press a button and you say, okay, he's right now back to fitness and available in training it's not like you press a button and then he's game fit already so uh, that's that's a bit tricky of course it would have would be a bit easier if I would have all my squad together during this international break but it's like it is so we have to be creative and we have to be creative as a coaching staff and uh, yeah we try to do our best <laughs>